Hello, and welcome to Firefox News Online. I'll have the opening intro in just a second here. But before this show actually really gets started, before we really get underway, I've got a question for you. How was your day today? Give that some thought. While the intro begins. Welcome to Firefox News Online, the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules apply. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room, and your chat will be deleted. Also, if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online. of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Hello, everybody. I'll have talking points for you in a sec here. I forgot to send it over to the clip computer. While I'm doing that, uh, 
little, uh, some really big and big, 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 big news out of uh, out of the Gulf states. Uh, one of which is Texas. And by the way, I am I'm joined in the chat room by Gunslinger. I am glad that he is with us here tonight. There's no telling how long he may be with us. I'm hoping he'll be with us for the, for the whole show. Uh, but the storm is a big one. It's a Category 4 at this time. And he is not that far from the ocean. So my hopes and my thoughts and my prayers are with, with Gunslinger. Uh, with Mike from Louisiana as well. I know he's he, the storm is going to impact him as well. So hopefully everything will be okay. Anyway, let me get this talking points over to the uh, clip computer. Also, have a story on there regarding. Also, in I have a, a God. Here we go again with the start with the, where I can't talk really. Talk about very embarrassing. Sheesh. Okay, here's the deal. I have a story that that, that I picked up the audio clip of uh, regarding the stress with this online learning. You think I'm kidding? Well, you hear this this story. It's out of Georgia. You find it interesting. One item in it that I don't agree with, uh, and I'll let you know what that is after the clip, of course. But yeah, might help if I turn the right knob. Okay, so let me just enter the right codes here. And believe me, this is the easy part. Um, I've been monitoring the uh, course of the storm, its strength level and everything on and off throughout the day. this hurricane is a butte. It's a Category 4. I'm not going to sit here and say it will, but I will say there's a possibility it could increase to a Cat 5. I'm hoping I'm wrong, but I'm looking at the information on it, and it's not boding well. If at the last second it jumps up to a Category 5, it's going to be a nightmare for everyone. That's a definite. If you have not been ordered to evacuate, my advice, get the fuck out of Dodge as quickly and as humanly possible. If not, hunker down as hard as you can and pray. But if you have to be evacuated, if they make it mandatory in your area, get out. Don't be a hero, okay? 
It's just that simple. You know, it's a real nice thing when you can be a hero to help someone else, but don't try to be the great and powerful human being that can leap tall buildings in a single bound. No. If somebody said to me, we're under an eva- an evac- we're under mandatory evacuation, everybody out. You know where my ass is going? Out. <laughs> I'm serious. If I was told I had to evacuate, I'd be saying, buy house. I could lose everything, but I ain't losing my life. Not to Mother Nature. And like the old commercial used to say, it's not nice to fool Mother Nature. We ain't trying to fool her. We're just trying to avoid her. Excuse For the women that, that listen to my broadcast on the Internet radio side and those of you who watch on the video side, do not take this the wrong way, but I get the feeling every time she, a hurricane hits, Mother Nature is on, she's on the, you know, she's like, uh, it's her time and that sort of thing. You know, you see what I'm saying? I'm not trying to, I'm trying to avoid saying it. (laughs) So I'm going to be very cautious and thank God for the stuttering at that point. (laughs) Okay. We have talking points ready to rock and roll. So I'm going to shut up and let, well, I'm shutting up on the live and letting the recording do the talking. Uh, yeah. And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Tonight in my Talking Points, Nancy Pelosi is talking about investigating again. Only this time, investigating who? Get a load of this. You're going to love this, folks. Nancy Pelosi is vowing to investigate the CDC. That's right. She's vowing to pull an investigation into the CDC's new testing guidelines. Hold the phone. Back up the bus, Gus. This is the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, okay, who put out the guidelines in the first place regarding wearing masks, social distancing, and so on and so on and so on. Now, it's like, okay, so now they're going to investigate the CDC. Why? They've done such a good job. They've done so well. I'm not being sarcastic toward the CDC, mind you. Personally, I think they've done the best job they can under given circumstances. I mean, with the Democrats constantly hounding the president, now they're going to start hounding this agency, and that to me makes absolutely no godforsaken sense whatsoever. I mean, how do you sit there and justify investigation after investigation after investigation after investigation after investigation into the president? Which, by the way, remember what Mr. Adam Schiff said about investigations, they're ongoing. Ooh, yes, into the president, they're ongoing. 
you know, this is the kind of dumb shit that you expect from Democrats. But to investigate the CDC's new testing guidelines, I mean, that's just insane. That is ludicrous. That is nuts. You don't sit there and threaten to investigate the president. That's bad enough. But now you're going after an agency which is doing a job that sets guidelines and recommendations to state government health departments and so forth. I mean, how do you sit there every day? Do you you Democrats just dream up this shit? Or do you reach into a fucking hat and pull out a, a ticket that says, today we will investigate this one? What the fuck, man? I mean, honestly, do you do you people play poker on a Friday night and while you're sitting there at the poker table go, all right, I'll take two cards. Oh, and by the way, I think we ought to investigate the CDC. What do you think, Ms. Pelosi? They're talking about this. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. That's my cheesy, half-baked impression of Nancy Pelosi, by the way. Because I firmly believe she's a drunken idiot. Not a woke idiot, but a drunken idiot. Okay? The woman is out of her mind, out of control. And what is it, you Democrats? Are you afraid of her? You must be, honestly. But just, just the mere thought that this woman could vow to investigate the CDC's new guidelines? Hey, people have been going by those guidelines, and it seems to be working just fine. What the fuck is your problem? I mean, okay, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi, big shot Democrat from California, must have been friends with Gavin Newsom, because they both think the same way, like a couple of dumbass bastards. And ugh, I don't know. It just doesn't make sense to me. Okay, Congressman Schiff sitting there saying, "We will continue to investigate into Donald Trump and blah 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 yada 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 blah blah blah." Okay, typical Democrat rhetoric. By the way, how did I do on imitating a Democrat? Fairly decent, just okay. I'll take just okay. I'm I'm, I'm happy with that. But <laughs> I'm sorry. This is insanity. This is outright fucking retarded. Okay, it is. It's fucking insane. Fucking retarded. And this fuckhead, Speaker of the House, Nancy, I'm a drunk ass bitch, Pelosi, needs to grow up from the fucking neck up. I mean. I'm beginning to wonder if maybe my little make fun of Nancy comments, you know, regarding the martini lunches and all that. You know, I'm firmly starting to believe now that she actually has a five martini or six martini lunch after a big eight or ten martini breakfast. And then she'll snack on a couple of martinis during the day. And then in, for dinner at night, the sky is the fucking limit. You ever notice how she sits there at the, po- you know, she'll go up to the microphones. 
She'll have her mask on, and then she'll take her mask off, and she'll stand there, and she'll sometimes slur her words. Ever notice that? Sits there and goes, I said, hey, my guy said, look into the possibility of investigating the CDC's new testing guidelines. I don't know if she said that today or not, but I know she's talking about investigation into the CDC's new testing guidelines, which is nuts. Why waste taxpayers' money and time investigating something that is supposed to help the people of this country? Hmm? God, I hate this woman. I really wish Nancy Pelosi, and I hate, I hate myself for saying this about any person, but I really wish this woman would fucking drop off the face of the earth and take a dirt nap, okay? She's older than dirt. She needs. It's time for her to just fade away. God, this woman makes me sick. Well, what are you going to do? She's a Democrat. She honestly thinks her shit doesn't stink. But that's a Democrat for you. They all think that way. And there are some Republicans that do too, especially the ones that side with Biden. Those are what we call rhinos, folks, Republican in name only. All you Republicans who side with Joe Biden, do me a favor, do the world a favor, change parties, leave the Republican Party, go to the Democrats, be done with it. If you're going to act like a Democrat, sound like a Democrat, feel like a Democrat, and listen, if you smell like a Democrat, and you probably do, then you are a fucking Democrat. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trends and nice broadcast globally on social media right now. And with that having been said, it is now time, as always, for the rest of the story. God help us all. All righty. Royal, how you doing? Okay. <laughs> Royal likes my imitation of Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be able to, to, to speak to you this evening. Uh, by the way, I, I, please excuse me. I've had a, about a 12-month CD snack before I came to, to talk on George's show tonight. Go have another 12 martinis, Nancy. <laughs> yes, I can have fun. It's in my blood. It's in my nature. Oh, my allergies are kicking up tonight, so I'm sneezing in my head off. I probably I have a, a little nasal issue going on here. Uh, I'll fix that in a sec. Um, but yeah, Nancy Pelosi wants to investigate Donald, uh, wants to investigate the CDC. Now, my guess is she thinks it's going to hurt, uh, Donald Trump. This is how delusional the Democrats have become. This is how insane they have become. (laughs) 
Uh, I have Gunslinger on joining me from the Lone Star State. I'm glad you're able to tune to 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 get. Boy, I can talk. I know I can talk. I can. I swear, to people, I can talk. Let's try that again. <laughs> uh, I know you're, where you are. It's uh, it's going to be touch and go through, throughout the evening uh, with this hurricane. Uh, I believe it's her named Hurricane Laura. So you're only so far away from the ocean, uh, Gunslinger. Like I, I, I asked you this in, in the chat room. I don't, I don't, I, I got to look to see if you responded. But um, if they order an evacuation, do you have a place to go in an evacuation situation? Oh, I'm sure I do, but they're not going to have it here. I'm I'm so far from the ocean that it's, we're just going to get rain, you know, maybe a little wind, cooled off things. You know, it's not going to be. I mean, the further east and south you go, yeah, but uh, I'm 250 miles from the ocean, so, you know. But that shows you how big this fucking hurricane is. This one's a bitch, let me tell you. I mean, I can see the bands before it got dark out there. You could see the bands, okay, the rain bands, okay? And that's like I said, I'm 250 fucking miles from the ocean, from Galveston down there. And they're supposed to hit between Houston and, and the, you know, the, the state line there between Texas and Louisiana. So I had a big son of a bitch. You know what I mean? <laughs> I do know what you mean. And, and 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 this is one thing that I'm sure that the the state of Texas really did not want a big amount of. You know, I mean, we always joke, we always you know talk about how everything's bigger in Texas and everything else, and you know, the, the, the Mother Nature doesn't have to provide something that big going into uh, your state. I'm sorry, it's just. <laughs> Personally, I think it's rude of her to do that. I was trying to avoid saying it like this, but I, I know there's a possibility that Cherokee Rose is watching by Periscope. So I'm trying to be gentle with my verbiage. And, uh, well, I'll just come right out and say it. God forgive me, you know, I don't mean to offend any of the ladies out there, but let's face reality. Okay? Let's face the reality here. Not only is Mother Nature being a bitch, throwing this storm at everybody down there in in, in the Gulf states, but she's also proving that she's on the rag. Weather rag, that is. So, ladies, please forgive me. I don't. I'm not trying to be offensive. Just saying it for what it sounds, the way it seems. I mean, there you are. Well, now you can now you can figure out why those houses down there close to the coast are up on stilts. Okay, <laughs> there. I was reading earlier. I was looking at it off and on all day. 
but they said there's going to be anywhere from 9 to 15 feet of storm surge 30 miles inland. That's a long way. 30 fucking miles. And the water could rise 9 to 15 feet. 30 miles inland. So, get your boat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I think there, there are some folks who are probably wishing they had a houseboat right about now. You know? Well, I'm sure they got a. There's a well, there's a lot of people that live on houseboats down there on the coast, believe it or not. Okay? Seriously. They live on houseboats. I've. I've been down there a bunch of times back in the day, and I—I uh, <laughs> I don't know if I could handle living on a boat, but I guess people do like it. I guess. Uh, hell, I was down there one time. Uh, went on one of them floating casinos down there. Shit, this motherfucker's about as big as a super tanker. Okay, four stories tall, and I'm sitting out there going. You know, hurricanes have hit this area down here, and I asked one of the guys, one of the maintenance guys there, I said, what happens if you, if a hurricane is forecasted to hit this area? What do you do with that thing? <laughs> he said, he pointed, and he said, see about midship right there, this floating casino will come in two pieces. It will come apart. And we have tugboats come in, tug it down the, down the coast, whichever way, until the storm's over, and they tug it back in. Can you believe that a, sh- a ship bigger, a little bit bigger than a super tanker, comes at the end too, and they just tugboat it to you know safer waters? I thought, damn. You that mean? It, wait, wait, let, let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. This this cause floating casino mm-hmm. actually intentionally separates into two pieces. It yes, was designed like that, that way. Designed that way in case of hurricanes, you know. Because man, I'm wow. telling you, you seen this motherfucker? It was four, it's four stories tall, good 800 to a thousand feet long, and it's in a little cove, little you know, you got a breakwater out there. But you know, hurricane ain't go right over that breakwater. But I'm going, good God, how did you even get this thing in here? Two pieces, <laughs> it just slides apart. Uh, wow, fancy, hmm, very fancy. Well, hey, those the people that operate those floating casinos, let me tell you something. If they know a storm is coming and the possibility it could increase to, say, a Category 4, my first reaction would be get the fuck out of there. Close down some shops and just get the fuck out of there. Do not risk people on board. Close the casino, get everybody off so they can evacuate, and then get that, that floating casino out the fucking way as as fast as those engines can purr. But the engines, I mean, the, the thing don't have any engines on it. it. It don't have engines, okay? It's just like a big, huge engine-less. Like, you mean it's like a great big rowboat? Yeah, it's like a great big barge, right? But they and separate so it. Then, then put as many t- tugboats on that motherfucker as you can and get oh, the yeah, fuck out of there. Oh, yeah, that's what they do. They have a whole fleet of tugboats. So he said, we got a whole fleet to come in. They could have it broke down and on 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 the way to a safer waters, he said, within two hours. 
<laughs> so, obviously, it's not that complicated to take the thing apart. Well, I'd like to see it. I never did see that, but it, he said it, yeah. I thought that was amazing. I would like to see that myself. I mean, holy shit, that sounds like fucking awesome. You know, I mean, we're talking about we're talking about we're talking about a, a floating bar, a, a float, a boat. It's, it's it is a boat, no motor. Yeah. It's got no engine, no motor, but it's a boat that come that can be separated into two pieces and towed away by tugboats, like yep. a barge. And like a barge. If they, and if worse comes to worse, if in an emergency they, he's got a whole fleet of tugboats that that can pull that thing, I'd get the whole damn oh, fleet yeah. out there and pull that so much. Never mind taking it, breaking it down and shit. Just get get the tugboats, hook them up, and get out of there. Well, you'd be well, you'd be surprised what a little tugboat can do. Okay, I was down there in oh. New Orleans and been I mean, a few number of years ago now. For Mardi Gras down there, me and a pilot friend. Okay, we went down there, drove down there, and luckily we were walking through the French Quarter, and we, we just happened to come up on this on this big ass fucking big ass fucking pier, and I happened to look up the channel, and I see a fucking aircraft carrier coming, a tugboat, because they can't come under, they can't come into port under their own power, because they don't have enough room to stop and all that shit. They have to have tugboats, and this thing only had about four tugboats on it. Two on each side, and I'm sitting there. Would you look at that? I wonder what they're going to fucking do with that thing. And one of the sailors was standing there, and he said, "It's six to dock." And I'm going, "Really?" So we're standing out there on that fucking big ass fucking pier, and they're docking this damn fucking aircraft carrier. All the sailors lined up around the thing. You know, that's a sight to see. Boy, that's a sight to see. So yeah, well, little talk about I'll tell you something, brother. <laughs> As far as I'm concerned, you know, I, I've I've never been to a casino. I've never been on a so obviously I've never been on a on a casino, a floating casino like that. But I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, man, I w- I would not in, in in a heartbeat. I would not, uh, sit you know just sit home and and if somebody offered me the opportunity to go to one of those floating casinos. You know, just to see what it's like, I'd be like, sure. I, I'm, don't they have floating casinos in, in New York? Because you're on the ocean. You have them on the ocean. Honestly, I don't know. I Seriously, I don't know if we do or don't. I, we might, I mean, for all I know. I mean, California, I, I believe have, they do. they have at least one or two. I um, mean, even, you know, you know, you can have them on Indian land. The casinos, or you can have them on waterways, like a river, like the Mississippi, for example. I've been on a couple of those yeah. down there. You know, but even, I mean, as long as they're on the water or on the ocean, you know. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I I've never actually thought about it because I'm not a gambler. I mean, I I'll play penny ante poker once in a while, but beyond that, I'm not a, a big uh, I'm not oh, big man. into gambling. I'm not. I'm not either. But I just wanted to go on the damn thing, saying, "Hey, I've been on the damn thing. I, I think I paid played a nickel, this, the one one arm bandit nickel things. Okay, one time down there at Gulfport, I think down there. But I just wanted to go on the damn thing to see, you know, hey, I've been on this damn thing. We actually went out. There was one down there. I forgot what the fucking thing was called, but it was a paddle boat. 
one of them big ass fucking you got the big ass wheel in the back paddle boat the actual mm-hmm. paddle boat this thing's like three stories tall and it's a floating casino it's a floating fucking casino I said we gotta go out on that goddamn thing at least you know just once so we went up there and they take it about three or four miles down the, down the Mississippi and it's, it's a complete casino right and that's where I seen I think it's called blackjack okay the, it's a gambling game called blackjack I think it is I'm sitting there at the bar and I'm looking at this table, hot looking bitch, you know, dealing the cards or whatever the deal. And there's about five people standing or sitting around playing this playing this game. They mm-hmm. were chunking down hundred dollar bills like they were nothing. And I told Bob, that's my pilot friend there, I said, My God, come over here and look at this. That dude just lost about eight hundred bucks and just still popping them down. I almost cried. <laughs> you know, to see that kind of money just gone. Man, I had to work fucking goddamn months for that kind of money. And they just lose it in 30 seconds. No big deal to them. Pop it down. More $100 bills. And uh, Shit, like you, I said, I, don't, have I, that I, kind I almost of... cried. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, wow. Definitely think about this, man. If, you could, if, you, if you're making, okay, let's face it. You're you're you you're making big money in your in your business. You know, hundreds of thousands of dollars at a clip, and you and you've got money to burn, and you feel like you got the gambling bug, brother. I'm telling you right now, to drop uh, to drop a couple of grand on on a on a blackjack table, or whatever the limit is. Or even just turn around and drop one or two grand on a on a on a dice table to play, to, to to play craps. I mean, listen, I know guys. I know guys that you know just just for shits and giggles will take a a, a pair of dice, you know, pop them off the wall. You know, they'll play for like penny you know, penny ante uh, dice. And you know that, that's that, that's the way they relax. Uh, one of the guys, because I used to work with these guys, okay, and I I talked to one of them. And I said, if you had the kind of money that you could roll the dice in a casino with, as good as you are here, would you do it? He looked at me and he said, "Geez, George, I may I may be." You know, a bit stupid when it comes to doing this, but I'm not fucking insane. That's nuts. Go in there and drop a couple of hundred bucks on a table and in one roll lose it. Fuck that. I could it was, it was like five five cents here, ten cents there. You know, that's yeah, that's you know, pocket change. That's what, you know, that's pocket change. When you're dealing thousands of dollars, I mean. I mean, this was, I think this was before Texas had the lottery, okay? This before Texas had the lottery. So we was down there, we, would, we was down there at New Orleans, we went down there three or four times for Mardi Gras over a couple, three years or whatever. But one time I remember going down there, and like I said, this was before the, the Texas lottery was here in Texas. So we stopped at this fucking gas station, right, down there in New Orleans, and I buy a lottery ticket, okay? I scratch it off, and I didn't first lottery ticket I ever fucking bought in my entire life. 
They've never even seen one. And I said, well, I don't know. I don't know how to read this sucker. So I just threw it up on the dash, right? We get back up here, and him and his wife goes out somewhere, and she reaches up there and says, hey, who's the winning lottery ticket? <laughs> I won 50 bucks. Not bad. First time I ever played a, 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 I bought a lotto ticket. It wasn't a lotto ticket. It, I mean, it was New York State Lottery. But the first time I bought one of those uh, three-digit tickets, I get home, I look at the numbers, and I'm like, motherfucker. I won, I won 600 bucks on it. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So... I had to go to the lottery office because $600 and up, you had to go to the lottery office. I get down there. I show them my ticket. I show them my driver's license, you know, just to prove that I am who I say I am, you know. And the ticket agent goes, just a minute. They check the numbers against my ticket. Yep, you won yourself $600, sir. I said, uh, is that is that in, is that cash or do I got to get a check? He goes, no, we can give you cash. I said, cool. I stuffed that six hundred dollars in my in my in my front pants pocket. Both pockets were bulging with money, and they thank God they were nice and deep. I put 300 on one side, in one pocket, 300 in the other pocket. <laughs> I got back on the train and headed back up up to Peekskill, where I was living at the time. And I, I didn't tell a single solitary person, not even my family. I said nothing to nobody. I figured, fuck you, you don't need to know. Now, this is during my active drinking years. So what did I do? I took $300. I set it down in the house put it in the bureau drawer under my socks. Yes, folks, I actually had a sock drawer. Uh, I turned around, I took the other 300 and went to the bar and partied. Thank God it was on a Friday night and I was off the weekend. But, oh, boy, did I have fun. Just traveling home, I was scared shitless. (laughs) I was so scared. I would get mugged or something, you know. Because you always hear the you know the, the stories about people getting mugged in New York City at the time, and still to this day happening, but not as much because of the pandemic. But um, yeah, I, I won six hundred bucks. I haven't won anything since, which sucks. But I still managed to, you know, have that one win. And then, you know, I'll play 50 straight, 50 box, you know, 50 cents straight, 50 cent box on a dollar ticket and shit like that. And, and if I win, I win. And I don't, if I don't, I don't. You know, no biggie. I figure, you know, I only play it once a month anyway. But I keep hearing those those old sayings from the New York State Lottery's advertising. You got to be in it 
to win it. I won it once, motherfucker. What the hell? You think I'm going to keep dropping money so you can tell me I didn't win again? Fuck you. (laughs) But I I play once a month. Uh, If I have an extra dollar to spare out of my... uh, out of my disability, after I pay all my bills and shit. If I do have at least one dollar, I'll buy a ticket. I'm, you know. And if I don't, have, if I can't spare, fuck it. I just go about my business and be done with it. There are people, gunslingers, that play those fucking lotteries that are addicted to it. Like it was, oh, yeah. like if they didn't, if they didn't get their ticket that day, that they, they were in withdrawal. You know? It's called Gamblers Anonymous. It's like Alcoholics Anonymous, but it's Gamblers mm-hmm. Anonymous. If I hear it, if I hear it right. They're, yeah, crazy. Listen, you've got Alcoholics Anonymous. These are 12-step programs, folks. And the, the one, one of them I'm going to mention is not a joke. I kid you not. There is Alcoholics Anonymous. There is Narcotics Anonymous for the drugs. You've got Overeaters Anonymous. Which for a lot of folks, you know, that are over, you know, that overeat and pack on the pounds, and just can't do it by themselves, can't do it alone, they actually turn to overeaters, and just like the first two I mentioned, it helps them. You know. Uh, then you got one you mentioned, Gamblers Anonymous. Okay. Uh, I don't know of any. Gamblers Anonymous meetings in my area, but um, believe it or not, and I kid you not, in Jersey and in Vegas, Gamblers Anonymous is big. Jersey because of the because of Atlantic City, and of course Vegas because of the <laughs> the Vegas casinos. Um. You have nicotine anonymous, you know, for people who smoke cigarettes, like me. Um, you have, uh, good grief, you act, there's actually one out there called, and this is the one I was talking about, folks, Emotions Anonymous. When I heard that one, I said, okay, Emotions Anonymous? Seriously? Does it have a picture of Spock as its logo? (laughs) Or does it have the hand sign where Spock sits there and goes, split the the four fingers apart, hold the thumb out a little bit and go, and and is there a motto, live long and prosper? I mean, I, I don't when I first heard about this one, I, I was like, it's a joke. It's got to be a joke. Come find out it wasn't a joke. There is actually a 12-step program called Emotions Anonymous. I sat back and I thought to myself, holy fuck. Well, that one ain't for me. Uh-uh. I don't have pointy ears. I don't sit here and go, logic clearly dictates. No, I don't do that shit. 
<laughs> so the emotions are not in it. All these other 12-step programs are based loosely on the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous. There's just like in the first step where it says we were powerless over alcohol. Instead of we were powerless over alcohol uh, with Narcotics Anonymous, it's uh, our addiction. We were powerless over our addiction. With Overeaters Anonymous, uh, we were powerless over we were powerless against overeating or something to that effect. I think it's how it goes. I'll have to look one day. Uh, but each first, each one, the first step is different in the wording, the verbiage. And uh, yet people join these 12-step programs and they have, and, you know, it helps them. It truly does. See, I'm, I'm fortunate. I only belong to one 12-step program. But, uh, yeah, one 12-step program. Now, why is it something is very wrong here? My software for the video side is still showing as sending data instead of online. And And I just checked my Periscope feed, and it's working fine. I don't know. Maybe it's just my. Maybe it's just the way things are. But um, yeah, there's there's a twelve step. Pro- if if it if there's a pro- if there's an addiction, okay, gunslinger. If there's an addiction, there's a twelve step program for it. Now I now you know something. Tell me what you think of this idea. There should be a twelve step recovery program. For liberalism. <laughs> That's what I was fixing to thought you were say. <laughs> <laughs> Great minds think alike there, brother. <laughs> I'm telling you. Twelve-step program for liberalism. Uh, uh, my, 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 name, my name is Adam Schiff, and I'm a, I'm, and I'm a liberal. <laughs> You'll never see him go there, but... The first step would be, we admitted we were powerless over our over liberalism, and that our lives became unmanageable. Yeah, that would work great, especially for Nancy Pelosi. She would need Alcoholics Anonymous and Liberals Anonymous. But you did not hear that from me, even though you did. Now, speaking of Miss Pelosi, like I said, man, check this shit out. When I saw this story, uh, and I saw this, I, I saw this story on One American News, their website. I was like, "You've got to be fucking kidding! Is this bitch out of her mind?" House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has promised an investigation into the CDC's new coronavirus testing guidelines. On Wednesday, she called the new guidance 
scary, and dangerous. Now, Ms. Pelosi is neither a medical doctor or a medical professional in any capacity. The people at the CDC are comprised of scientists, doctors, medical professionals. I would think they'd know better than she would. The agency updated its guidance online earlier this week. According to the CDC, asymptomatic people don't need to be tested, even if they've been in close contact with an infected person. The House Speaker believes these changes reinforce the lack of attention and understanding needed to crush the virus. Shame on them, as I have, as I, oh boy, here I, I'm getting tongue-tied again. Shame on them, as I say shame on the commission of FDA for his misrepresentation. All of this being politicized. Yes, we will be investigating. This is what Nancy Pelosi said. Now, first of all, uh, let me finish the article. It's almost done. Just two more paragraphs. According to her, the Trump administration has resisted the claim that testing must be at more than 3 million people per day. Meanwhile, the Health and Human Services has said the change will not affect contact tracing efforts or any other types of surveillance testing. Give me a moment. Good grief. If it isn't my allergies, it's gas. All right. So Nancy Pelosi, first of all, let me just say, uh, she says, shame on them, as I say, shame on the commission of the FDA for his misrepresentation. All of this being politicized, yes, we will be investigating. Okay, first of all, Ms. Pelosi, the CDC is not the FDA. Two separate agencies. But I don't expect you to understand that. A, you're from California, which, you know, feels sorry for the people of California in a way, having you for a representative. But the other thing is, Nancy, I mean, come on, fancy Nancy, let's get a little brain matter going here, whatever little bit you have left that isn't soaked in booze. Let's understand one thing. You want to investigate the CDC. When it was their guidelines that the governors of the of many of every state in this country used for their coronavirus uh, planning and so forth. And it was their, the, the state, every, it was the United, it was every state in the country whose health departments followed the guidelines and guidance of the CDC, the 
you didn't bitch when they when they when when it was heavy duty testing and shit. You are bitching because now they want to cut back on everything. Okay, the CDC also lifted some of the restrictions regarding traveling. Now you don't have to self quarantine for fourteen days and shit. Well, how do you know that they're not on the right track with that? Are you a doctor? Are you a scientist? No, you're just a blowhard liberal Democrat piece of shit that's drunk half the time and has her brain cells soaked in booze so long and so much that you probably couldn't understand half of the medical jargon. Well, I wouldn't be able to understand it either, but that's beside the point. That they throw at you. So please, Ms. Pelosi, sit down, shut the fuck up, and grow up from the neck up. Gunslinger, go ahead and tell us what you think of this whole situation. (laughs) She's an idiot. (laughs) That's what I'm going to tell you. You know, there's no doubt about that. Uh, Yeah, like she's a fucking doctor. Oh, wait a minute. She wants to be president, so why not? Maybe she is Dr. Pelosi. Pelosi. Has a ring to it, don't it? You know, just like, you know, Comrade Clinton thinks she's the president. Why can't she think that she's a doctor? You know, Dr. Pigosi. Here, piggy, 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 piggy. Go ahead. <laughs> so the guy's like, I like the I like the way you just put that. I was perfect. Goodness. Wow, man, that was, oh, shit, that was good. Um, There is a video on here, on on the One America page that I just read from. Excuse me, I had to yawn. Let's try this again. So I'm going to play this clip. For anyone who thinks I'm kidding... I think this is Nancy saying it in her own words, from her own pie hole. I'm curious to see how, just how, how, how slovenly uh, her voice is, you know, whether she's, whether she's saying her words or that, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> I gotta find out. I'm just dying of curiosity. But look, Gutslinger, the CDC posted recommendations on its website when this whole sleigh ride began. So, uh, guidance that every health department across America, in every state, used in regards to the coronavirus pandemic. Okay? They've the states followed those guidelines carefully, and that's what they used. Yes, we were shut. Our states were shut down. Yes, we had we had people go, going for testing and everything else, and the, and and nobody from the from the left complained about it at the time. They didn't they they didn't go after the CDC because they thought the CDC was on the right track. Now all of a sudden, the CDC wants to relax some of the some of the guideline restrictions in order to 
hopefully get things back to a uh, an semblance of normalcy. You know, what 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 bothers me is you know when it doesn't work for their, their uh, agenda anymore, it becomes a nuisance. Oh, good, it's muted. Huh, don't have to worry about it. And I thought for a second there the the chat room would, when it opened up would be blaring and I'd, you'd be you'd be hearing me, hearing me, hearing me. Echo, 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 all, all, the, the, time, time, time. Now, it's not a big clip. This is Nancy Pelosi's uh, comments. Uh, that was posted by Now This. CDC guidelines that they had put forth are scary and dangerous. Uh, it really is very sad and just reinforces uh, lack of attention and understanding that we have to have in order to crush this virus. Scientists tell us, and they have told us over and over again over the past months, that we must be testing more, that we should be testing 3 million people a day. The administration has resisted that. The president said testing is what uh, overrated. I think he was talking about himself. Every time he says something like that, it's like a rejection of himself, overrated. Uh, and then the, in our conversations with his, uh, his staff and representatives, they're like tracing, I don't know whether, why we should do that. Well, testing, tracing, treating, isolating, mask wearing, sanitation. This is what scientists tell us is necessary to stop the, the growth, the flow of this, uh, uh, of this virus and to help to eliminate it. They won't do that. So, it, so now they're having the CDC shame on them, as I say, shame on the uh, commissioner of the FDA the other day for his misrepresentations. This all is being politicized, and yes, we will be investigating. The Energy and Commerce Committee is already looking into this, and our select committee uh, on the, uh, the, uh, the uh, coronavirus crisis under Mr. Clyburn's leadership will be looking into it. This is very, very essential. As, as Leader Schumer said, this is what other countries have done, and they've had success. You have success from science. You have crisis from chaos. And that's what this president is about. See, I knew it. This whole thing about questioning the CDC is nothing more than yet another attack on the president, a veiled attack against Donald Trump. So uh, you heard Nancy. You heard Fancy Nancy. Anything, anything, uh, anything in there you want to comment on? Thank you, thank you very much, Doctor Piglosi. Yeah, right. It's just another attack on Trump. You know that they they they're a bunch of idiots. I mean, you could tell she's lying. I mean, they are very vindictive. They're very wow. That's amazing. <laughs> but. Is it tragic coming from her? No. Well, you know, it, it, 
You, I feel sorry for the woman. I really do. She actually sits there and professes to be this vaunted champion of sorts for the people. You know, she wants to she wants to save us all from Donald Trump. We don't need saving, bitch. He's doing just fine. It's you we need saving from. <laughs> I mean, seriously, we need to be saved from these fucking Democrats who are trying to reverse course and put us back, put us back the way we were. This country was uh, under under that idiot Obama. I mean, raise taxes. I mean. Biden said he was going to raise taxes. And I'm like, oh, that'll go over great with the American people. I mean, so you're going to take away the tax breaks that have helped American businesses, in some cases, promote, come back from overseas, and you're going to turn around and you're going to stick it to us like Obama did. And I'm sorry. I, I, I just don't see where going backwards is, is going to be helpful. It's only going to be a disaster for us. You know what I'm saying, Don? Well, if they get in there, yeah, it will be a disaster. You damn right, it'll be a disaster. Okay. So, raise taxes, do this, try to take your guns away. Uh, they just itching for a civil war, what they're doing. And, you know, it's going to be us against the, uh, the liberals, the liberal Democrats, is what this civil war is going to be about. Right? Because if they try that shit, I don't know if you've seen those videos that I posted in the FFNO early this morning about them shootings. Oh my God! You won't that? Oh. That's what they're pushing for. That's what they're, they're. That's what they want. They want this country to be a battlefield. Okay. I seen it live. I seen it live. Was it recorded? I seen it when he was actually there. That dude get shot right there in the middle of the fucking street, and the dude that got shot to the head, of course he didn't make it. I sat there and I'm watching. I'm going. That's going on in America streets? Holy mm-hmm. shit. I sat back and watching that gunslinger. I'm I'm dead serious, man. When I saw that kid shot in the head, I knew he wasn't getting up from that. I knew he was dead before you know, he he was dead when he as soon as that bullet hit his head. There was no way he, he would survive it. Ninety-nine point nine 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 nine. Time of a headshot, you ain't gonna survive it. Very rare, very rare. You'll probably be mentally, you know, brain dead or whatever if you do survive. Yeah, you'll end up being a a vegetable the rest of your life. You know, on life support, uh, being cared for. I mean, look, if I if I was shot in the head and I survived but I was a mental vegetable where I was bedpan city, life support, tubes everywhere. I'd tell him, pull the fucking plug. 
In my will, it's going to it's going to say just that. If I am brain dead, if you have me on life support, pull the fucking plug and be done with it. Because there's no way I'm coming out of that. All you're doing is keeping the body alive on life support. Now, I've had my family, before my brother passed away a couple of years ago, my own brother even said to me, George, you don't want to do that. I said, the fuck I don't. I said it just like that. I said, Billy, I will fucking put in my will. I will put it word for fucking word in my will. If I am, if I am deemed brain dead, pull the fucking plug. That's no way to live. When I saw my brother on life support two years ago, more than two years ago, actually, because uh, he died on May 23rd of 2018. When I saw my brother laying there in an induced, in an induced coma, and there was no way of knowing whether he was going to make it or not, I looked at him in that, life, in that situation, and I thought to myself, I will never allow that. They put me on life support, they better pull the fucking plug because it's no way to live. And I didn't want to see my own, my, my big brother laying there like that. I really didn't. But once again, my family pushed me and forced me to do it because they wanted me to see him one last time before he passed. And of course that was on May 22nd when I saw him, and the next day he was gone. If any member of my family is listening to this broadcast right now, I don't care if it's my old, if my, if my two, if it's one of my two sisters, or any member of this family. Do not, I will say this wholeheartedly. Do not make that decision to come up here. Wait a minute, you don't even know where I live now, so you're not going to know. I'll keep that to myself for now until I get a guarantee that you will never try to push me into going to see a family member before it's too late. I loved my brother dearly. I did not want to see him the way he was. I wanted to remember him as he was before he got put in that coma. I didn't get that opportunity. I wasn't allowed to decide for myself. This time, I'm making that decision. This goes for any member of my family. I want to remember you as you were before the inevitable. If you won't respect my wishes on that, then it it would be best if you just just stayed away from me. I don't know about you, Gunn. I don't know if you have any any family that cares about you out there. But if 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 you've got that same kind of feeling as I do, where you just want to remember the person the way they were in life, dude, Gently tell them. 
I don't want to see you in the hospital with tubes in, in every orifice. I just want to remember you as you were in life. That's all there is to it. The same thing applies to me. I'm going to make it a point to put in my will that if I end up in the hospital and I'm on life support, no one from my family is to be allowed in that room. I want them to remember me as I was, not as they would see me. God, i got to make those revisions in my will soon. That's kind of a tall order, too. Anyway. Let's see here. Oh, yes. I'm looking to... Wow, this is going to be fun. You want to hear, hey, Gunslinger, you want a really great laugh? Sure. Was it Al Gore who said he created the Internet? I think it was. Okay. And, of course, he's the chief architect of the idiocy about climate change, right? Well, now, hearing from Mr. Gore once again, seems Al Gore is suggesting that the military will have to remove Donald Trump from office if he won't concede on election night. Yeah. This from a man who narrowly lost in 2000 to George W. Bush. Unbelievable. But check this shit out. I saw this and I I damn near fell out of my chair laughing. When the Supreme Court resolved the two thousand Yeah. Let me try that again. When the Supreme Court resolved the two thousand presidential election in favor of George W. Bush, former Vice President Al Gore conceded defeat something he doesn't believe President Trump will do if he loses to Joe Biden in the November 3rd election. In an interview with Reuters on Tuesday, Gore, a Democrat who served as Bill Clinton's vice president, accused Trump of attempting to put his knee on the neck of democracy by attacking mail-in ballots and absentee voting. He seems to have no come, come, come. Yeah, I'm doing great, folks. Let me try this again. Compunctions. Compunctions? Okay. At all about trying to rip apart the social fabric and the political equilibrium of the American people. And he's strategically planting doubts in advance. This is what Gore said. He called it a despicable strategy. Right. I could, I could rattle off a few things that you Democrats have done. 
Well, Gore, again, as I said, lost, narrowly lost the 2000 election to George W. Bush, but the results remained in limbo for more than a month after Election Day. When the conservative majority Supreme Court ruled five to four against Gore's request for a Florida recount, Bush won the state by just 537 votes. Gore, who won the nationwide popular vote but lost in the Electoral College, conceded the election to Bush on December 13th. Now, it turns out there's no intermediate step between a final Supreme Court decision and violent revolution. Oh, this is, this is Al Gore saying this. <clears throat> Holy shit. It seemed to me that respect for the rule of law and respect for the needs of American democracy were the orders of the day. Gore went on to say you can always explore the option of dragging something out, tearing the country apart, mobilizing partisans against one another in the streets, and all of that, but it was not a wise course for our country. Uh, well, uh, if Trump lost the election but refused to accept the results, Gore said he believes the military would intervene. He noted that under the parameters of the Constitution, Trump's last day in office is January 20, 2021. It's important to say that it's really not up to him. I hear people saying, well, he, would he accept, it, accept that decision? Well, it doesn't matter because it's not up to him, Gore said. Because at noon on January 20th, if a new president is elected, the police force, the Secret Service, the military, all of the executive branch officers will respond to the command and the direction of the new president. Millions of Americans are expected to vote by mail this November. Due to the coronavirus pandemic, increasing the chances the winner of the presidential race won't immediately be known on election night. State election officials in several key battleground states have warned it could take days to count all the votes. Trump has repeatedly claimed without evidence that mail-in voting would allow for widespread fraud, which he reiterated Monday during the Republican National Convention. Now, Ellen Weintraub, commissioner of the Federal Election Commission, and other voting experts have said that voting by mail is safe and secure. I don't believe that. I'm going to stop right there. All right. Answer me something, Gunn. If voting by mail is so safe, so secure, why are people so concerned about voter fraud, including our current president? Right? That's, that's one thing. But the bigger question is why is Al Gore even opening his big mouth? Because there's something he said 
that led me, that, that, that just stood right out in front of me. Okay? Let me find that one sentence that uh, kind of hit me in the face. Here it is. Now, former Vice President Al Gore said the following. It turns out there's no intermediate step between a final Supreme Court decision. Here's the part that kind of hit me pretty hard because this is putting, planting the seed of violent actions in people's heads. He said, and violent revolution. Okay. Is what Al Gore said there, what I, what I fear it is, sending a message to all of these violent people out there in Antifa and BLM that if Trump wins, violent revolution even if he loses but refuses to leave the office. Violent revolution. Now, is Al Gore actually calling for a violent response either way? Go ahead. Yeah, it sounds that way, don't it? I mean... (laughs) Well, you know, old Gory Gore, he wanted to be president, just like Comrade Clinton wanted to be president, um, even then. So when you have a person like that <clears throat> that thinks he invented the Internet, oh boy, he's already fucking dead anyway, just like the rest of them are. Granted, if Trump loses, which I don't think he will, I think he's a shoe in. I mean... <clears throat> He would probably walk away, okay? Uh, but I don't think that's going to happen this time, okay? I think he would definitely shoe in, okay? Because his popularity is going through the ceiling, okay? Um, so, but it could be. I mean, look at these people that are causing these riots and now shooting in the street. That Wisconsin place looked like a fucking, it looked like something out of a war movie. Okay. Well, I sat there and I watched it. Like I said, I watched it live. A dude standing in the middle of the street. A whole gang starts to gang up on him. One of them comes over there and runs over and kicks him. He falls down, but manages to maintain his weapon. He pops him. Okay. And the guy that got a big chunk of his arm blown out. The photos are clear now that he was holding a gun. He was pointing a gun to this guy that shot him self-defense. Is this what this dude wants? Is this what this Gory Gore wants? Oh, wait a minute. His name is Gore. Gory. Go figure. <laughs> well, Go look. I've seen some pretty gory sights on, on video over the years. Okay? I have. But when you talk about seeing something like that happening 
on the streets of our country. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I, I have to draw the line somewhere to what this country will will do. When it comes to dealing with a situation, if you can't deal with with with, with, a, with, a, with if you can't handle the fact that Donald Trump is going to win this election yet again, if you can't handle the fact that here's a man who has given this country opportunity after opportunity after opportunity to come back from the brink okay but you got people like Obama who who held on to the presidency as holding it hostage for for the 8 years he was in and you want to praise him for for being this great and wonderful president and calling him the greatest president in history when we know full well he was nothing but a piece of shit that that tried to destroy this country, and then you folks have, have some serious problems understanding the reality of what you're trying to push. Al Gore is a mental midget, and when you have to, when you have, when you become a, once you become a mental midget. There's no turning back. Okay, there is no turning back. Because Hillary Clinton became one. She's telling Joe Biden not to concede. Al Gore is telling the American people that the military will will go will take. George, we'll take, uh, I almost said George Bush, we'll take Donald Trump out of the Oval Office, out of the White House, forcibly refuses to concede defeat. One's saying what, what will happen to current sitting president, while the other is telling a, for, a former alleged vice president, well, former senator. I'm not, even, I'm not even calling him a VP because that's still in question. Telling a man who's been in, in politics for 40 years that he, he, Pelosi, not Pelosi, Clinton's telling him, don't concede. No matter what, do not concede. I'm beginning to smell a rat. I'm beginning to smell a, a big rat with a big pile of dung being dropped in the form of, and I, I have a feeling they're up to something to try and steal the election and force him out of and force him out of the White House. All this voter vote by mail stuff, all this. 
all these constant attacks. Now with the CDC, don't Biden don't concede. The military will take Trump out of the White House if he doesn't concede. You see a pattern here, Gunslinger? A very dangerous pattern. If you're seeing it the same way I am. Well, yeah, it's a dangerous pattern. This is, you know, you, there's no telling what these idiots are planning. Okay, when they have unsuccessfully, of course, they have been unsuccessful at trying to get him out of there, all the way up to this point. But does that mean that they're going to stop? No. <laughs> does a madman stop? Only when he's killed. Okay. Uh, so these people are not going to stop. They're they they are so rabbitized. Hey, that's a good word. Rabbitized. You know, like with rabies. <laughs> Crazy. Rabbitized. I like that. Remember that. I do too. Um, I think that's got a nice ring to it when it comes to liberals. Yeah. Liberals, they're rabbitized. Okay? Just like a rabid dog. Okay? You can't reason with them. You can't smooch on them. You can't do nothing except, well, you know, the final end there. Because there's no cure for it. Because if they bite you, you're going to get it too. Okay, plain and simple. So when you have people like that that are constantly, constantly trying to come up with some bullshit, shift, bullshit, shift, whatever you want to call it, what do you expect? <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I'll tell you what. Between you, me, and the four winds, okay, between you and the four winds, gun. I wouldn't smooch a liberal. Sorry. Just not going to happen. As um, uh, I forget what the guy's name is now, but he used to, he was the guy uh, used to utter the words, Hey, Vern. That guy would, would, would make a face going, and that's the way I feel about kissing a liberal. And now, honestly, I think what we're seeing is, and this is the pattern as I see it. If the Democrats are not happy with the results of the election, and Al Gore may have, may have slipped the lip on this one, there's a call for violent action in the streets. The same thing would apply if he loses but refuses to concede. Well, here's the problem, Mr. Gore. First of all, we're dealing with a, with a crisis right now. That's what... That's what you people keep calling it, a crisis called coronavirus or COVID-19. It's a pandemic. So with all these absentee ballots, mail-in ballots, and by the way, are you going to count the military ballots or are you going to leave them in limbo again? Because you know who who the military is going to vote for. They're going to vote for Trump. Because Trump got them got them pay raises. Trump got them the equipment they need. Trump 
was the one who was instrumental in getting our military strength level back to where it was and even more. He worked with the military. He's always, since the day he got in, he's been watching their six. So guess what? If you fuckers in the Democratic Party want to play this dangerous game, rein in your buddy Al Gore. Violent revolution can go the way he's talking. He's putting it out there for either way. If Biden loses Trump, violent revolution. Trump loses if Trump loses to Biden, but refuses to concede as you claim he might do. Which he's an honorable man. The man has the man is honorable. He would concede defeat if, in fact, the vote, the electoral college votes and everything, go in favor of Joe Biden, which they won't. It's going to be another Hillary loss. Uh huh. I hear water. No wonder my bladder's. No wonder my bladder's getting mad at me. I heard. I heard water. See, that's yeah, not the washing dishes. Uh, oh, cleaning up the journey, eh? <laughs> yeah, there you go. I ain't got no maid, so somebody's got to do it. <laughs> hey, I ain't got no maid either. So, let's see. Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. I I do a sweep, mop, vacuum the rug, maneuver. Before I sweep and mop, I dust. I ain't got no maid either, so I got to do all this shit myself. The nice thing is, all I got to do is soak my dishes, but you know, give them a quick wipe off with a sponge. Scraper, you know, with the, 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 the not the sponge side, but the the hard, you know, the, the little the little scrubber side. Give them a quick wipe off with that. Throw them in the dishwasher. Take one of those little cascade cubes. Drop it in there. Close the lid on it. Set the machine. Close the door proper, and off it goes. And then I sweep, mop, and I sweep, vacuum, and then mop. And trust me, it doesn't take me that long to do either. I can have this whole apartment done in 15 minutes flat. 15 minutes. Good thing I'm not. Good thing I don't work. For, I don't work for somebody cleaning their apartment, which would be about the same size as this. Uh, because then I wouldn't get paid very much. But uh, yeah, Gunslinger, I, I'm telling you right now, man. Th- this whole thing with, with with what Al Gore said, that one sentence, that those last two words of the sentence, violent revolution. The Democrats' plan is starting to make is starting to come. Is starting to make. I'm starting to see through their plan. Well, I really think they want a violent revolution in this country, but the problem with that is 
they're going to lose. I mean, look at all the shit that they've look at all the shit that they've lost so far. They haven't got him out of office. All this Russiagate, all this, all this other filling your ass and all this shit never did turn up nothing. Okay, but yet they tried. So what is it? What are they ultimate? What is their ultimate goal? Like you said, a violent revolution. Well, they better fucking be careful what they wish for because they might damn near them fucking get it. Okay, because if that's any indication, what I stayed up till six o'clock this morning watching in Wisconsin, okay, of those people getting fucking shot, one killed, a headshot to the head, the other one got a fucking big-ass chunk of his arm blew off, and these were the protesters. These were the protesters, okay? Is this what they want? I mean, gunfire in the streets, shootings in the streets, okay? That one guy that got shot, he was standing there. He was sitting there in the middle of the fucking street. And guess who? Guess who was who was yelling? Call the police! Oh, call the police! They came in three armored personnel carriers. You seen it? You seen the video? And took him to uh, hospital or whatever. Armored personnel carriers! Holy Toledo! Is this uh, what they want? Give- Wait. <laughs> Armored personnel carriers that, honestly, the dumbass who held the, the office of president hostage wanted to take away from them. Good thing that didn't happen, that it's not happening now. You know what? I'm going to. Uh, See if I can get the right video here. Because I saw that early this morning when I was half asleep, so I may need to verify. Uh, I kept clicking the wrong link. I wonder. Uh, let's see here. The video in question uh, oh I see the guy I'm looking at the guy's arm. Ouch. Yeah, see that? Ouch. Yeah. And you say ouch. Woo. Man. Okay. Gotta stop it. Rewind it. Now we're going to, what you're about to see, ladies and gentlemen, there's no sound to, I'm not putting the sound on for it. Because you know what gunshots sound like. When you see this, yes, I am going to warn you, it is, Gunslinger said it best, it is extremely graphic. So what you are about to see, be forewarned. It is very it's very violent, very graphic. Thankfully, at this late hour, hopefully there's no children up with you. If you have children with you that couldn't sleep or had had a bad dream, get them out of the room, send them back to bed immediately. 
because they don't need to see this. All right. I'm going to put the video in motion. And what you're seeing uh, yeah, yeah, sorry about that. But watch carefully. Watch very carefully here. You got a guy on the ground who's firing a, a weapon. You got weapons being fired all around. And the person shooting the video is get is backing up as far as they can to to to, to even get this footage. I'm surprised this person wasn't shot. Well, there was two of them that was filming it, okay, because I was I was watching it before and I was watching it after. <clears throat> These people had to go home. It 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 upset them so fucking bad. One of them was in the army. He was a ex army guy. He said, Wow. He said, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. I gotta get the fresh air. Okay. So it's, it's, it's that graphic. I mean, look at the dude's arm. Now look, now look at this one. Now this one guy is walking down the middle of the street with a weapon in, in with with a with, with a weapon shoulder over his shoulder. The police are backing up. Now here comes in the yeah. scene. It looks like an armored. Yep, these are the armored. Uh, the guy, the guy that, yeah, the guy that's walking with the weapon, from what we can tell, we were watching it last night, when you first see it, and he's the one that shot that dude in the street, the one laying out there in the middle, when that crowd rushed him, a guy was wearing a little like white or something, he jumps and he kicks him, he falls down, still retaining the weapon, and then he turns around and shoots Another guy over here is holding a handgun. That's the one that got his fucking arm half blown off. He was actually pointing a weapon at that guy walking down the street with that weapon. Okay? He, you know, because he was defending. He was, I mean, somebody was pointing the gun, feared, feared for his life. And he was walking toward the cops. And that's why they were, of course, they didn't, the cops didn't know who, you know, who from Adam at the time. So that's why they were, back, that's why they were backing up. One of the articles I put in there, I think, stated that. Our streets have become a war zone. War zone. Yeah, you, you, you said it. Fucking war zone. This is the kind of shit you'd see over in Afghanistan and, and all them third world shitholes, okay? So this is, this, and you see everybody ran. See, these protesters are nothing but pussies, okay? When the bullets start flying, they run home to mama. Shit-filled pants, by the way. <laughs> it's insane. It's truly insane. And what bothers me about it, what really bothers me about all of this, is the fact that when you're seeing this stuff, some folks watched it live, like yourself. Others are seeing it in, in the in, in the after uh, after it's over, but the fact that it's out there, okay, the fact that it that this is happening on our streets, 
it's 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 a it's a fucking miracle. Now. There's the article here, I believe, uh, for conservative fighters. And it says, new photo reveals protester who 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse shot was pointing a gun at him. Folks, I'm going to show you this picture, and you're going to see on the right-hand side of your screen uh, as soon as I as soon as I get it. There we go. Now take a look at this, ladies and gentlemen. Those of you watching on the video feeds, and I'm going to put this link in the Mixler chat room, so let me switch away from that for just a second. So Gunslinger can see the picture that I'm talking about. Okay, there you go, Gun. Now, you see... The shooting, the still shot of the shooting incident, and you see an arrow pointing at the at a weapon. And look at the the, the picture the, the picture to the right of that. You see a man with his arm partially blown off. Partially blown apart, blown apart. I mean, that's a big gaping chunk of the arm shot away. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, that, that, is, that is graphic. I apologize. But I wouldn't be much of a, of a journalist if I didn't point, point this out to you and show it to you. This is what's happening on our streets across America right now. This is what's happening. They are turning our streets into war zones. Antifa, BLM are turning our streets into a fucking war zone, and the Democrats refuse, they outright refuse to denounce the violence. And if they do, they're not sincere about it. Okay? There is no sincerity whatsoever in their denouncement, if they do at all. So... What the uh, what the the writer of this article said in here is Kyle Rittenhouse is the 17-year-old young man who shot three rioters last night in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Officials just charged the young man with first-degree murder, even though the video shows the young man was likely defending himself. The video shows he was clobbered on the head with a skateboard and had a gun pointed at him. This smacks of Democrat officials using politics 
to score points with the mob. A reporter actually interviewed the 17-year-old prior to the shooting. Young Kyle was not political. He did not trash BLM. He simply said he was there to protect property. Not long after that interview, young Kyle would find himself in a struggle with several rioters. According to the video, it appears that he defended himself against a man who was hitting him with a skateboard and another man who was coming at him with a gun pointed at him. And, of course, they they point out the picture that I just showed you moments ago. Our streets are a war zone. And this is only going to get worse. I'm telling you right now, folks, this is going to get worse. A lot worse. I'm sure that the uh, charges will probably be dropped, the murder charge, because the video clearly and the pictures clearly show that was that was a self defense mode. Okay, he was attacked. He didn't attack first. He was attacked by more than one person. Even if it's more than one person, you 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 still under the self defense laws, you're still justified. You feared for your life. That's all you got to say. I feared for my life. There were multiple people coming at me. One pointing a gun at me, for God's sakes. What do you want me to do? Sit there and get shot? No, I don't think so. I know that I've said this many times, but i got to repeat. I'm, I'm going to repeat it. The reality is, if it, if it happens in places like Chicago, uh, New York City, and, and and Portland and other places, just imagine where you live in a in a rural city like, let's say, here in the Hudson Valley, places like Peekskill, Poughkeepsie, places like Highland Falls. Places like Hyde Park or Hopewell Junction or Monticello, okay? Just imagine this kind of violence, this level of violence occurring on our streets in the Hudson Valley. If you think you are safe and it won't happen where you live, then you are living in a fantasy world. Don't think for one minute this can't happen where you live, because eventually it could very well happen there, too. It's a nightmare to think about it, but I'm telling you right now, folks, this is what we have going on. Gunslinger, I don't know about you, brother, but... Unless the president does more than he's already done, the war zones that are, that are cropping up across our country are going to get worse. More, are going to, more war zones are going to pop up in other cities, in other towns. And blood, innocent blood, will be spilled on our streets. 
which is in, in a lot of places it already has. Well, <clears throat> I think after last night's little events, I've heard, I read, uh, I think Fox News even covered that uh, President Trump was in contact with the governor of that state, and he's asked for his help. Okay, so Trump is sending in the federal marshals or whatever, the federal DHS, and the state guard. I was reading that earlier. So at least it started, you know, cutting it off. You don't have a choice. Final choice, yes. Something's got to be done. Something because eventually something's going to give. And I think you said two people died last in, in this in this latest shooting. There's going to be a lot more I, dead down the yeah, road if it doesn't I know stop there, soon. Yeah. yeah, I think there was two. The guy that got shot in the head, obviously, he didn't make it. And there was that, I think there was one other. But there was other multiple people who got shot. You know, that guy was shot in the arm and everything. But, yeah. <laughs> wow. Now, you put something up on your Facebook page regarding a man that was on the Okay, I got to stop. <laughs> hate when that happens. I, folks, Every time I turn around, a, a, a clip starts automatically, and it just it it, it, it kind of interrupts me when I'm saying something. But I'm going to put that link in the chat room because I'm going to play the story from the clip, the video clip that's there in a second. But um, according to the headline from WFAA.com, man on FBI's most wanted list, captured for honor killings of daughters after 12 years on the run. Holy shit. 12 years on the run. That's wow. So let me put this uh, clip in motion here. Try and get this to hopefully it'll start very soon. It should start any second. It's been nearly 13 years since police say Yasser Saeed killed his 17 and 18 year old daughters, Sarah and Amina, on New Year's Day. This man brutally murdered, shot to death, his two daughters. In his taxi cab. Wednesday, Irving police joined the FBI to announce that after thousands of tips and six years on the FBI's top 10 most wanted list, Saeed had been captured in Justin, Texas, in Denton County. We have tirelessly followed every lead, never losing faith or hope that we would one day locate and arrest Yasser Saeed. Detectives say Sarah and Amina told police when they were younger that Saeed had sexually abused them. Police believe he was angry they were dating non-Muslim boys. Sarah was able to call 911 and name her father as her killer before she died. A WFAA story last year shared family members believe Saeed was still in North Texas. His flight from justice ended 
and justice for Amina and Sarah begin. FBI officials say it wasn't a tip, but good police work that led them to Saeed. They also arrested his son, Islam Saeed, and his brother, Yasim Saeed, in Eulis for harboring. This is one of the days that make this difficult job really pay off. In Irving, I'm William Joy. Well, justice is finally, uh, justice will finally be seen in the murder of these two girls. Honor killings in America. No. We are not a Muslim country. It does not work here. You kill your child because they, mar- they, they were dating a non-Muslim? Oh, I'm sorry. So, in other words, if the, if the woman is dating a man who is not a Muslim, they deserve to die in our country? Fuck no. I hope this bastard gets the death penalty. And I hope it stands. I don't know if Texas has the death penalty, but you know what? Maybe they should have if they don't. Oh, yeah. Wait a minute. You do have the death penalty. Yeah. Well, good. I oh, hope yeah. they, they throw it at them and throw it at them hard. I would prefer the rope, but it's lethal injection down there. Well, between you, me, and the lamppost, I sincerely hope that they get the justice they so richly deserve and that their father ends up on death row. All right. So, according to One American News, Deputy Attorney General, yeah, try again, George. Deputy Attorney General Rosen, or Rosen rather, says that the, the the Department of Justice is working to safeguard election infrastructure. Now, according to this, the Justice Department has been working with election officials in all 50 states to make sure upcoming elections are safe from any foreign influence. According to Deputy Attorney General Jeffrey Rosen, the latest developments in digital technology may expose U.S. elections to foreign risks. He claimed Russia has spent at least $100,000 on efforts to influence U.S. elections. In the 2016 election cycle, the Russian Internet Research Agency spent a total of $100,000 over two years on advertisements on Facebook, 
to promote social discord and division, explained Rosen. They similarly placed disguised posts in tweets and several social media platforms. New reports have suggested many foreign election efforts are not masterminded by foreign governments, but rather by private companies. We continue to think it would be extraordinary difficult, extraordinary difficult for foreign advertiser for foreign adversaries, sorry, to change vote tallies. This is what uh, A.G. Rosen said, Deputy A.G. Rosen. Now, on on a on a on a, on a um, similar heading in in here, as far as elections go, even President Trump addressed possible election meddling from Iran and China. So, yeah, I believe these foreign governments are capable of doing that. Absolutely. But here's the problem, folks. Here's the problem. The Democrats are going to say it's all to benefit Trump, all these foreign interference operatives. How many are actually going to try and help Joe Biden? Does anyone even give that a thought? I'm willing to bet that they try to help Joe Biden before they help Donald Trump. What do you think, Gun? Well, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, you know, it's going to take some very, very extreme measures. But with whatever situation To stop this insanity I mean I did Like I said I've never seen such insanity In my entire life I mean it's just This is going beyond belief now Right That this kind of stuff like that would happen Riots and happen People getting shot in the street Now that only goes to show you that They're What they're What they're what they're only telling us. Imagine what they're not telling us. How many times did people get killed in Chicago alone? What was it last time? 90, 80 something? 79 people were shot. Two or three of them were killed in one weekend? You don't really see any details on that, much less um, video or anything like that. That's just in Chicago. What about all, of, all the other major cities across this country? How many people are actually getting shot and killed because of bullshit? Hmm? Hmm. I bet you the numbers are pretty fucking high. Go ahead. Something tells me you might be right there, buddy. Now... We were talking earlier tonight about uh, Hurricane Laura, which strengthened to a Category 4 storm. So I'm 
going to um, uh, wrong one, wrong one, George. Back up. All right, let's try this again. Wrong one again. Now this used to be uh, IntelliCast. It was taken over by 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 Wonderground.com. I'm going to attempt the uh, impossible here. I'm zoom in on that. That's what we're looking for. So I'm going to uh, show you, folks. This is from Wonderground. Uh, this is from Wonderground. What you're looking at is a map showing Texas, Louisiana, and so forth. And this right here uh, is Hurricane Laura. So I'm going to put this in motion, and you see where it's kind of making its way. kind of <coughs> now there's some active video uh, active webcams so I'm going to try opening these up and you're seeing it as I'm doing it Hopefully it opens. And it's not opening. I'm trying to open the webcam. Doesn't seem to want to open. All right. We'll go back to the main map, put it back in motion. But right here, where you see all these little little uh, squares and everything, I'm going to zoom in on it, see if I can get some kind of
see if we can make the opaquity a little bit, uh, just a little more. Now, <clears throat> just from the ocean, from the shoreline, down around, you've got Galveston, Sugarland, Kingwood, North Cleveland, Beaumont, Lake Charles. Some of these I just mentioned, uh, Beaumont, uh, Port Arthur. That's all in that's Louisiana. But over in Texas, these are the areas that will be affected. They will be impacted by uh, this hurricane. Lake Jackson, West Columbia, Galveston, Pearland, Houston, Baytown, Kingwood, the Woodlands, North Cleveland. Um, trying to get a better idea here of where we are. Jasper, is that Texas? Jasper, I believe it's in, uh, I think so, Jasper, Texas. Yeah, uh, just just shy of, right there around uh, Route 96. <clears throat> then you got, uh, I can, you got Lufkin, Wells, Crockett, Corrigan, Livingston, Onalaska, Huntsville. And as you get further inland, uh, Hemp Hill, <laughs> Hemp Hill, interesting name, uh, San Augustine. Uh, I'm not going to go any further than that. But you get the general idea of where this storm is going to impact and the severity. Now, the, the closer you are to the shore, the more the more likely you're going to be hit pretty damn hard on a Category 4 storm. Now, I'm going to try and... Where's the satellite here? Where's my satellite stuff? Oh, they took away my satellite look. Hmm. Oh, this is not fair. Now I'm going to increase the the opaquity of of this uh, of what I was just talking about. The the darker images. And this is just a guess on my part with this would indicate where it's going to be hardest hit. But, again, shoreline coming in from shore, just a few miles in to some of these uh, darker images, they're going to be hit pretty heavy. That's just in Texas alone. Louisiana is going to get just as badly hit by the looks of it. So parts of Texas, parts of Louisiana, 
You guys are in for some serious shit. Okay? You are in for some serious shit. Oh, there's my satellite view. Okay. Now, just... uh, Let me see if I can bump up the speed a little bit on the... There we go. Right now, it is just offshore of Galveston. Actually, Galveston's already getting hit by it. So is Beaumont and Lake Charles. Uh, Lafayette in Louisiana... Crowley, Baton Rouge is just starting to get the outer edge of the storm. Huma and, well, it's the outer edge of this, of this hurricane is also starting to touch New Orleans in places like Golden Meadow. That's just Louisiana alone. Now, again, Galveston's already seeing the storm hitting there. Baytown's getting hit. Port Arthur, Beaumont, Orange. They're starting to feel the effects of this storm. And Jasper is just starting to get the outer edge of the storm. And this storm hasn't even made landfall yet, technically. Okay? This storm has not made landfall yet. So what you're seeing there is is this is all happening what you're seeing is is actually happening right now. All right? This is It's just mind-boggling. So I'm going to leave that. I'm going to leave this view up. I'm going to zoom out a little bit on it because now you get because because you get to see exactly how big this storm is. It's coming into. Uh, in the places where it takes up some of Texas and some of uh, Louisiana. Houston is is actually starting to see the outer edge of this, of, of this hurricane. That's a big hawking territory, Houston. So for where you are, Gunslinger, you're further in from the coast, but not by much. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's 250 miles from basically where I'm sitting till you drop off in the ocean. That's in Galveston. That's on the very end of Galveston Island. 
and it's probably about 50 miles from Houston to Galveston. I drove it many times. So I'm about, uh, yeah, about 200 miles from, from Houston. Yeah. You see how that's how big it is. I mean, if we're seeing it up here, okay, 200 miles away, and the motherfucker ain't even come ashore yet, that's a big fucking storm. <laughs> well, it's, current, it's currently listed as a Category 4. What concerns me is the possibility. I'm not saying this is actually what's, what what could happen, but what concerns me is this storm could top at a Cat Five. There's always that possibility. Well, it would have to do it within the next few hours, like maybe the next four or five hours, if that, because the closer the eye gets to the land the energy starts to disperse over over the land. Now, if it stayed out there in the Gulf for another 12 hours or so, uh, yeah, it probably would have turned into a Category 5 hurricane. But as that thing is approaching, because it, it's some, for some reason, you have to go talk to a meteorologist, but that warm water out there in that Gulf of Mexico fuels the hurricane, depending on how big it is. But if it depends on speed... If it gets to the shore, it starts dissipating that energy, and, you know, then it kind of fizzles out. You want to put it for a better one? Fizzle out. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, that sounds about right, Gunn. It's, 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 it's once, it's, once, uh, once a hurricane makes landfall, its, its strength starts to diminish. Now, at a Category 4, just coming in off, offshore to the coastline, it's going to tear up the coastline so badly. I don't see how buildings survive a Category 4. I really don't. And this is coming right up, kind of like right between, right in the middle between Texas and Louisiana. You know? And... Well... <clears throat> At least that's the way it looks to me. Over the past couple of decades, especially down along the coast, the building codes have doubled in strength. Okay, They have literally doubled and tripled. So it's not like it was 20 years ago. Okay, 20 years ago, hey, yo boy, I look at that one, I forgot what year it was, back in the 50s or 60s, that Galveston Island was wiped clean by a hurricane. There wasn't a fucking building standing on that island, just a goddamn island. It killed hundreds of people. Okay. But they didn't think that it was, oh, well, you know, our, our little old shack here, our little deal, you can withstand a Cat 5 hurricane. Well, they were sadly wrong. Because <laughs> it literally wiped that island out. But you know Galveston Island is an island. It's not connected to the to the shoreline to by, by a bridge. So basically, there's only one way on it, one way out, and that's that bridge. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, it's um, this. This is very frightening. I'm actually very surprised that you've been able to stay with me as long as you have through all this. Uh, I know you've been right concerned now, about I'm... getting dropped off. 
I'm, I'm on the phone right now. I'm on my cell phone because it, it's already dro- dropped out about three times since I've been on. So I called in a while ago. So I'm calling in on what the phone, phone has or, or your internet? No, the internet. The internet's dropped out. Yeah, because you've, you've been sitting in the chat room the whole time I've been on. I think it holds it in. It's only it only goes off for maybe a minute, maybe, and then it comes back on. So I don't think Mixler has enough time to realize, hey, you disappeared. Uh, they just kind of like stuck on the stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Either that, or it's or or it waits for longer than a minute to to see if the person uh, lost connection, because if you had left the chat room. On your own, uh, it would have you would I would have seen you disappear all, almost immediately. Thank you. Oh, I forgot to put the links in the in the uh, FFNO uh, Internet Broadcasting Network page. Shame on me. I should have, I thought I did, but I guess I didn't. Oh boy. I'm looking at the uh I was just taking a quick peek at the uh the live feed on uh, one of the new uh, video pages that I use, uh, which is Trovo, T-R-O-V-O, dot live. And looks pretty good. Ever since I started with the, with a, with a second video platform, no, a fifth video platform, it... Uh, proves to be quite educational. So I'm on I'm I'm on these I'm on five video platforms, two internet radio platforms. All I need now is a partridge in a pear tree. And, and I'm doing pretty good. So I think I've got bursitis in my right shoulder because my right shoulder is killing me today. Ooh. Down again. I guess I had to call yep. some bitches this morning. Oh, damn. Yeah, because if you want credit for uh, for your for dropping like you're doing, at the very least, you're going to want to talk to them about that. Oh yeah, I've already told them. I said you're going to give me credit for the fucking past two weeks that it's been doing it since last Monday. Y'all come out, or they came out. And it's been going on for too much. It really hasn't dropped out prior to it really got bad, but the error messages in the modem before it drops out and says it's error packets or whatever are really bad. Mm. Yeah. 
the only time I've had the internet drop out since I've been here in, in my new location is we had a we had a pot we had we had the power go out for four hours so I couldn't use my internet and even when the power came on it took a while for the internet to kick back in um, I didn't bother asking for credit on my account because I figured pff, four hours, I shit, I, I just laid down and took a nap for those four hours. I figured, fuck it, I'm hit as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's insanity. It really is. Folks? Well, it's insanity, but it's, it's AT&T. Well, i got AT&T here. Okay, I'm sure you've heard of AT&T. Yeah, well, I've but got Verizon Fios, which is, fi- uh, which is fiber optic. Yeah, but see, so. here, it's only telephone line. There's no fiber optic. There may be fiber optic to a couple of the hubs out here where the main line comes in, but from the hub to here, it's just regular old telephone line. Telephone line been down there probably... 35 fucking years, probably going on 40 years. So it's starting to degrade. Even the fucking technician, one of the technicians that came out here, he said that, well, there's 197 pairs that are unusable, quote unquote, out of 250. Do the math. Wait, 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 wait. How many out of 250? 197 pair, which is two wires per pair, are unusable for some reason. Out of 250, approximately. This is coming out from the AT&T technician. You're talking 53 but, pairs that are, that are, that are unusable. That, that are, you're talking about 53 pairs that are being used. Yeah. Tell me about it. And they have to come out here all the time. Well, they, they claim that this area is on picket for fiber optic said probably within the next month or two you're going to be seeing the trucks out here putting the fiber optic line down. They have to run a complete new line because it's a different different end of the horse from copper pair to yeah. fiber. You know. <clears throat> well, here's the thing. They're going to, if they're setting you, if they're getting ready to set you up with fiber, with fiber optics, okay, that will improve your internet dramatically. Oh yeah, hell yeah. There's virtually no resistance, but it's light, the laser. Mm-hmm. Mm. And just and just think, Gunslinger, you'll have you'll you'll have a better internet connection and everything. It's going to be so really cool. I oh mean, yeah. I was dealing with. In, when I first when I first moved into my old my old address. Um, I was on Time Warner Cable, now known as Spectrum, and that's that was through a cable line, through a cable wire, not fiber optic. And my internet was for shit on the cable line, and I didn't have the speeds I do today. But what had happened was I got sick and tired of being shafted by the cable company. They would not give me credit unless it was more than eight hours without service. 
And I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding. I told one uh, one, one service rep on the phone, I said, I, I, I blurted it right out. I said, are you fucking kidding me? I lost I lost my internet for five hours and twenty minutes one one time, and they said it would have to have been out for for at least eight hours or more before you can get credit for it. That was the last straw. When Verizon FiOS knocked at my door, I switched real quick. I was not going to stay with Time Warner any longer. And I had already been with them like a couple of years. Well, hell, you know, the problem here is it doesn't matter who you get, whether it's AT&T or or Verizon Broadband or whatever. They got to use the same fucking lines. Right? That's the problem. Mm -hmm. So it'd be the same problem with AT&T or from Spectrum or whatever. They have to use the same lines out here. At least in my area, anyway. That's where the problem lays. Well, that's the, that that that's the problem for a lot of places, like we in in rural areas like you're in, because you know the, the technology has not reached out that far. And Verizon even said the same thing uh, when they started getting into the fiber optic. They said it's going to take a number of years. Before we, before every customer sees fiber optics in their in their respective area, I think I had Verizon FiOS for three years, and I think my hometown, if I remember correctly, I may be wrong, but I believe my hometown was starting to get the the fiber optics set up uh, back at that time, and I'm like. Well, good. How long before they finish? And it took forever because you had uh, Optimum, which basically had it had exclusivity to the area, but that had to be and that had to be fought. I'm sure. I'll have to look into it and find out, you know, where got what and when and how and everything else. One of these days, I'm going to get around to that. I hope. But Gunslinger, you know, think about this. Right now, you're talking to me via your cell on your cell phone, which I hope you have plugged in the main power so it stays a constant charge. Um, But your Internet's been going up and down like a yo-yo because of the storm. And I think... I think back to when I used to do dial-up. Yes, folks, I remember dial-up well. Because at the time, I was using America Online. And, of course, if you remember the dial-up deal. All them crazy sounds you heard. And if you connected, you heard the the AOL guy go, "Welcome, you've got mail." 
Yeah. <clears throat> or you got a message that said, try again, if it didn't connect. No vocal message, just a written one. Yeah. So, sadly, that's that's where it's at. But I'm going to show. I want to show the uh, folks watching right now uh, the the uh, current storm uh, radar, uh, hurricane radar, and. If I can stop it right at the point where it ends and get an idea of what time it... Okay. According to this, the last time it went to cycle through was at uh, 12.26 and two seconds this morning, Eastern Time, as far as the latest radar view. And I paused it right at that moment so you can see uh, League City. That's League City right before Galveston. Galveston is covered with the outer edge of the storm. Beaumont's got, got it going on. Kingwood's about to see the outer, ed- the outer band of the storm. So it's definitely making its way. It should. I I anticipate um, Wow, I can't move the map. You dirty name. I'll have to refresh. Uh, Then again, maybe I well, how do you like this? It's not connecting to Wonder Map. Wonder Map. Okay. This is not fair. All right. Well, folks, I guess you don't get to see the radar map, which sucks. Well, Gunslinger, as you may recall, I had a blood clot issue back in 2014 uh, where I had multiple blood clots in both lungs, right? And I've been on blood thinners ever since. Well, according to reports, blood thinners may increase coronavirus... (laughs) Trying again. (laughs) God, I hate I hate when this happens, folks. It's so embarrassing. Try it again. They're saying that blood thinners may increase coronavirus survival by fifty percent and decrease intubations by thirty percent. Now I'm on a blood thinner. Now, this is what the story says. And Gunslinger, I, I, I kid you not, this, this is good news for a lot of us who are on, on anticoagulants. Anticoagulants may increase survival rates in coronavirus cases and decrease the need for intubations 
according to a study released Wednesday. Patients on a therapeutic dose of anticoagulants or blood thinners, which was defined as a full dose by the study's authors and those on a prophylactic or lower doses of the blood thinner medication had a reduced risk of death by 50% in patients infected with novel coronavirus and decreased need for intubations by 30% according to the observational study by a team of Mount Sinai researchers in New York that was published in the Journal of the American College of Cardiology. Clearly, anticoagulation is associated with improved outcomes and bleeding rates appear to be low. Corresponding author, Dr. Anu Lala, interesting name, Anu Lala, Anu Lala, yeah, okay. We're not singing here, folks. That's the person's name. Um, an assistant professor of medicine and the director of heart failure research at the Icon School of Medicine at Mount Sinai, said in a statement, as a clinician who has treated COVID-19 patients on the front lines, I recognize the importance of having answers as to what the best treatment for those patients entails. Entails, sorry. And these results will inform the, de- inform the design of clinical trials to ultimately give concrete information. The study was developed after it was discovered that many patients infected with coronavirus develop blood clots, according to the researchers. The research team lost my place here. Ah, there it is. The research team investigated the survival and death rates for patients placed on therapeutic and prophylactic doses of blood thinners, including oral antithrombotics, subcutaneous heparin, and intravenous heparin, compared to those not taking anticoagulant medications, according to researchers. The researchers analyzed 4,389 medical records of confirmed patients with novel coronavirus in the Mount Sinai Health System in New York City between March 1st and April 30th of this year. Six different blunt, boy, I'm trying that again. Six different blood thinning treatments were evaluated with the therapeutic group, full dose, and prophylactic low-dose groups. The the subcutaneous low-molecular weight heparin and therapeutic oral drug apaxaban were found to have the most positive outcomes compared to other drugs. The researchers took into account various factors using a hazard score to estimate risk of death. I find this interesting, Gunslinger, because, again, I'm on, a, I'm on a blood thinner. I'm on Xeralto. So there is 
there is hope for those of us who are on uh, anticoagulants or blood thinners. Uh, I don't know if mine's considered a prophylactic dose or if it's considered a, a full dose. I'll have to talk to my doctor about that. But I think this also factors in, into as to why my doctor says, George, if you have no symptoms, you don't need to be tested. I think my being on this blood thinner may have helped immensely in that regard of, for her to make that decision because she knows what I'm taking. You know, she, she's got her, she's got my medical file right there in front of her on the computer. So sounds like good news to me. I don't know about you. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. I mean, I don't know. I'm not no doctor, but what what you just read, it may it makes sense. Makes sense. Well, hopefully things will uh, get better as time goes on. What I'd like to see happen uh, is uh, Congressman Norman, uh, a Republican congressman, introduced a bunch of doctors and clinicians and so forth, a video that has been removed by Facebook and by YouTube and so forth. It's on, a, it's, it's on some of the other places that uh, No Way mentioned. And, uh, of course, I even have a copy of it now. So um, at some point I'm going to do something with it. I don't know what yet, though. Oh, excuse me. <sighs> okay, that's enough of that. But um, they spoke very highly about hydroxychloroquine. I think it's time, I think it's past time, states like New York stop blocking the, the chance of using that as a uh, preventative when it comes to the coronavirus. Okay? I believe President Trump takes hydroxychloroquine as a prophylactic or low-dose medicine. And he gets tested periodically, and he, he's fine. He comes up negative. So there's something to hydroxychloroquine, and I think it's time for these governors in, in various states that will not allow it to be prescribed to help people fend off the possibility of coronavirus and just, you know, come on. It's, uh, stop being, being a bunch of idiots. The science proves that it works. Why are you having such a hard time letting it be prescribed? Do you want Big Pharma to have their their day? Well, for crying out loud, you can't have your cake and eat it too, you know. Right, Gun? Oh, yeah, that's right. They obviously know something about that. So, it's, you know, they, they, know, they know more than what they're telling, I think. Now... Going to look for 
what's going on in Kenosha. Okay? Now, there's a couple of people that, there's at least three live segments going on in Kenosha. So let's see. You've got CJTV, The Savage Diary, and Mercedo Media. So I'm going to go to each one. I'm glad, I'm glad that uh, my, my, my Fios connection has a really great bandwidth coverage, or I wouldn't be able to do this. Okay. So let's see here. Now I'm going to have to, uh, whoops, not that. See if I can zoom in here a little bit. This is this is this is from CJTV what I'm about to show. The video has ended. Just as I put it up on the screen, the video is ended. Well, I'll give you another okay. link to live to live so you the internet comes back up. Okay, uh, well, I, ha- I have two more to work with. I have uh, live in Kenosha, Wisconsin. And they're buffering, so switch to that. Hopefully it doesn't end before I get a chance to show it. Now, why is it showing it as not playing? Okay, I'm going to mute the audio. <clears throat> and that one has ended. Wow. Two live shots from from uh, Kenosha, Wisconsin. Gone. Here's another one. Dirty name, show... I can't get where's where's the play button? All right, I'll have to refresh it. Something is not going right here. I don't understand why this is not coming up. I'll pop the video out. Play. Now we're just going to have to uh, 
Do a little tweaking here. There we go. Now the live feed is showing. This is live a live shot courtesy of Mercedo Media. And there's a you, you can see there's a whole bunch of people um, walking in the street, a lot of folks on the sidewalks. Now, I don't know if that vehicle behind the folks is a cop or what. But hopefully they show the vehicle that I'm talking about here. But you can see the headlights on the backs of the people in the street. But this is what's going on. This is the current stuff being shown on Facebook. Here's actually this two is- more. If you want to check these out, there's one right there. And the other one is... That last, that last, one, that last one right there is CJTV, which is live. And this one here is... Yeah, they were media. They stopped. Now they're back live again? I think they're back live. There should be. I'm looking at it, I think. Let's take a look here. Okay. And this one's a, a shot further back from the one I was just showing. Yeah, Mercado, Andrew Mercado, it's live. This is weird. It's not. It's it's a still image on uh, on my video feed, but it's playing live. Oh, let me drop that one. That's the one. This is the, the one in question, folks. It's a little herky-jerky because it's, it's a cell phone camera. But they've got traffic backed up behind them. And I think after what happened in, in, in what happened there last night, I can't say as I blame some of these folks taking this video are standing further back because of the shootings that took place the other night. Like I said, our streets are becoming war zones. So, you know, I, 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 I give credit where credit is due. These folks that are get, sending the live video feeds, they're brave son of a bitches, I'll tell you. They're very brave. If something went wrong with the feed.
I see what happened. All right. Stop. Pop. Try starting it again. Hmm. All right. Well, this is this is live footage. It's still buffering and stuff like that. And uh, of course, I'm not going to stay on that if it's frozen like that. So, but I'll keep I'll keep a watch on it in case it does start up again. But it is it is very disturbing that this is the way it is right now. I wonder I'm gonna look at I'm gonna look it up and see if there's anything happening in uh in Portland. We haven't heard much coming out of Portland. It's not something is very wrong here. Now I can't move my Facebook. This is very disturbing. Well, before the internet went down again, I couldn't. The, the Facebook feed wouldn't move. It wouldn't. This little circle just go around and around and around. That was before the internet dropped out again. Something is definitely not kosher here. For some reason, it's going very slow connecting to the to Facebook. I don't understand why. Ouch! I don't need to hear horns blowing in my ears. Okay. This is the link that you uh, that that uh, Gunslinger provided uh, from Andrew Macedo, and this is currently what we're seeing. Now you see, you see a bunch of people out there, but. He's further back with the traffic. He's trying to show it's so dark where he is that it's, it's difficult to, to get any kind of idea of what's what. 
I don't know why he keeps looking over at houses and stuff, but I'm going to see if the, if, the, if the feed, let's see if we can get some audio here. Now, what you're seeing, folks, is traffic backed up a country mile because of the... <sighs> there are, this is a shot from Southport, around Southport Marina, they just said. So, what you heard is a bunch of horns blowing, folks, and you see the traffic is backed up and slowed down dramatically because way up in front, way up in front here, people are blocking traffic. They're, they're in the middle of the street big time. Uh, but this, uh, th- this video, uh, per- the person shooting this video is staying far enough back, and I'm guessing here, because of what happened the other night with the shootings. Now, if these folks don't get out of the way of traffic, they're going to, there's going to, somebody in in this line of traffic is liable to get pissed off, and trouble's going to start. I can feel it in my bones. Now he's caught up to, uh, there's a bunch of folks, and I don't see any weapons yet. Are you going to go off at 12 or one your time? Uh, Why do you ask? Well, because I was needing to cut off the phone here to call AT&T to schedule a fucking... um, all right. Well, yeah, I, I can I can uh, definitely pull the plug on this. No doubt about that. But folks, what you're seeing is a live shot from Kenosha, Wisconsin, and I don't see anyone anyone with with guns in their hands. I haven't seen anyone with a gun in their hand. Not yet. No, not yet. But the possibility is there. All right, break away from that. We're going to call this a broadcast. Gunslinger, thank you so much for staying with me and, uh, and uh, you know, conversating with some of the topics we, we discussed tonight. Uh, do you have any final thoughts you want to share with folks? Well, like I said, you know, I'm glad that, you know, Trump is sending reinforcements. You know, it's... Yeah, you know, he, he even stated in one of his tweets there, Portland should should listen, you know. Uh, this shit's got to stop, okay, because more people are going to get killed, just like, just like I seen it, you know, early this morning. And where's it going to stop unless they come come in and put their fucking foot down? They're going to have to put their foot down. Go ahead. I couldn't agree more, brother. I could not agree more. It's... It, 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 it's time to shit or get off the pot. You know, all this insanity of defunding the police, 
dismantling police departments, limiting what the officers can do when it comes to these violent rioters and so forth. They're not peaceful protesters. They're violent rioters. And after what we saw from last night with the, with the people shooting, God help us all. Because like I said, it's only going to get worse long before it gets before it gets better. And unless more is done on the on the local front and the state front to put a stop to these violent riots and protest and violent uh, uh, actions being conducted on our streets, I don't see I don't see anything changing anytime soon. But I'm glad to see President Trump is is acting accordingly. And if the Democrats don't like what President Trump is doing, putting federal uh, assets out there to assist the police, Fuck Fuck <laughs> thank you. You just took the words fuck. right out of my mouth. Triple fuck them. Quadruple fuck them. <laughs> they can fuck them with, with, a, with a multitude of broom handles, for, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, bring in that dinosaur. Fuck them with that, too. Hell yeah. There you go. All righty, my friend. Again, thanks for being here. And uh, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise, we'll, we'll be together for the Thursday night edition of Firefox News Online. Uh, Gunslinger is a, has been a loyal fo- uh, viewer, listener of this broadcast for many years. He knows that when it comes right down to it, tell the truth, shame the devil. That's what we're out to do. So until next time, America, y'all be good. And if you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. I'm George Sinzer, and for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. We'll catch you on the next edition. Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 8 Pacific, excuse me, 7 Pacific time, almost said the wrong time, on the, mobile, on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. See y'all. Here comes the outro. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2020, all rights reserved. You can catch the links to Firefox News Online's broadcast by going to facebook.com slash FFNOIBN. That's facebook.com slash FFNOIBN. For the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Networks. Hey, we'd like to hear from you, so send your comments to comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. Also, any stories or topic ideas you might have, we'd like to hear from you. Send to WeReport at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's WeReport at firefoxnewsonline.com. Again, thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. I'm George Sinzer. Thank you so much for being here. We'll catch you next time. That's all, folks. So let it be written. So let it be done. (laughs) 